0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1122, air date October 5th, 2022.
1: Boom. And just like that, he was live. So good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Thank you very much for tuning in to our little live stream, which we're gonna be running over the next, uh, next 45, 50 minutes, maybe to an hour, we'll see how we go. And I hope to be joined by a very special guest, uh, Dr. Shiva uh, Ayaduri, who I can just see in the background. So he will be coming into the studio in a minute or two. So uh, as I said, uh, this should be a really interesting conversation, and uh, you know we do try to cover a lot of issues that you don't necessarily get on them on on the mainstream. So wherever you're watching this, if it's on Getter, if it's on Rumble, if it's wherever it is, uh, hopefully you'll find this one worthwhile uh, for the next uh, for the next little while. And of course, just in such, such time, I can see Dr. Shiva. He's kind of in the background, so um, we'll bring him in just as soon as he gets back in his seat. But uh, hey, listen, the last time I spoke to you, we had a conservative government. Looks to me like the next time I speak to you, we mightn't because the um, the churn in the body politic is extraordinary at the moment. Absolutely extraordinary times, uh, not just here in the UK, but of course we see events in the States, we see what's happening in Ukraine, we see what's happening in, um, uh, well, the whole mess, that is the U- the Korean-Russian kind of uh, cockpit. So uh, there is a lot of uh, a lot of things happening. But the thing that I wanted to talk about, which we're going to get to in a second, is really, you know, the last couple of years have been extraordinary, haven't they? For for all of us, and our lives have changed in so many ways, so many ways. And we want to um, really zero in. I think with Dr Shiva in terms of the origins of all of this whatever happened to science along the way because you know uh, i can't be the only person who in 2019 had a lot of respect for science and in 2022 has probably very little respect for well, a lot of science and a lot of scientists. So that's pretty much, uh, you know, kind of where I come from in this one here. And uh, yeah, Dr. Shiva is gonna come in. So we're gonna bring him into the studio now. I see him sitting down, he's getting comfortable. Uh, so uh, without further ado, uh, let me see if we can bring Dr. Shiva into the stream. So uh, uh, yes, go- good evening, Dr. Shiva. How
0: are you doing? Good evening.
1: I'm doing very well. Good evening, or is it afternoon or morning? I'm never sure. It but- is,
0: yeah, it's 3 p.m. Now, David, you're doing this live, right? Is this We're live. Doing this
1: live. We, okay, are live. we are live. We are live. So, hey, listen, first of all, a big thank you for, for coming on the stream. Um, I have to say, you know, I, I have admired your work for, for quite a while. And uh, just saying, just before you come in there, that, I mean, we've been through, Dr. Shiva, extraordinary times since the beginning of 2020, I guess. And um, I can remember well, I remember well uh, following you on Twitter because back then we were both on Twitter. Um, Since then, my Twitter times have come to a a gratuitous end. And I think uh, your own Twitter times have also um, are behind you. But uh, I did follow you a lot. And I have to say, you were probably the foremost and probably the first voice to raise sensible criticisms of what was going on. So maybe, can we just start the conversation? I mean, can we go back, because you were on the ball actually in 2019, because I've seen stuff you've done in 20, towards the end of 2019, where you were asking lots of good questions. So maybe, can you share with our audience, which is a global audience, you know, go back in time to then. What did you see? What were you thinking?
0: Well, first of all, David, You know, my training is in a a field, I'm a system scientist. Um, System science is a field of science, uh, which really is about seeing the interconnections between the parts. You see, when you only look at the part of something, you don't get the whole. Yeah. But it's the interconnections where truth exists. So, some, you know, engineering, plumbers, electricians, Um, scientists, not so much engineers are actually much more honest than scientists, scientists get a bunch of data and they fit a line to the data and they can make the line go different ways, but engineers have to deal with the reality of science. So if you're building something and you build a bridge and you don't follow the scientific principles, um, things are going to fall apart. Um, versus if you just write a scientific paper, you can sort of BS your way through it. So it's a fundamental difference. So engineering training, like vocational training. Um, uh, puts you in a place where you have to deal with reality. Unfortunately, what's happened over the last, starting, I would probably say 1970, um, uh, most of the scientists in academia are essentially prostitutes. And that's not being, you know, hyperbolic, but that's what it is. They, they ba- basically practice the oldest profession. Now, I was fortunate because, um, you know, the engineering training takes you in a different realm. And I learned enough about politics, even starting when I was a five-year-old kid, because I grew up in India, which had a caste system. Yep. And the mm-hmm. caste system is basically where, you know, your future is a function, not of what you do, but a birth lottery. So I was very fascinated why the family I was brought up in, even though we were pretty smart, you know, didn't get uh, proper treatment. And my parents were sort of one in a trillion when they made it to the United States. So my journey has been deeply interested in political systems as a kid, but also science um, so that journey um, brought me into really having a deep understanding of system science you know so yeah. in 2019 what's important to understand is that i had given a talk at the national science foundation yep. what's called one of their prestige lectures um that i was invited to do nsf to those of you in england it's it's the sort of science and engineering organization of the United States. And I was asked to deliver a a lecture on the modern theory of the immune system. And some of you may have seen it. And in that lecture I said that the theory that we're using um, to give people what we call the current jab, right? Was really based on a a 1915 model of the immune system. And that 1915 model of the immune system um, was the basis of uh, essentially jabs, and, but science changed a lot between 1915 to 2022. Mm-hmm. We went through the period of what's called systems biology, and systems biology, starting in 2003, really found out that the body um, is not just the genome, and the body is an interconnection of many subsystems. And so, yeah. at that lecture, I had essentially said, "Look, this there's an old model of the immune system, which is just based on bringing up antibodies." but the immune system is far more complex. It yeah. involves many subsystems of gut microbiome. It involves the adaptive, the innate, and yep. essentially also the interferon system. And the interferon system, and it involves a much more complex system. And what that immune system reveals is that one size doesn't fit all, number one, and just up-regul- upregulating antibodies doesn't mean you have comprehensive immune support. And you know, there were 200 engineers and scientists there and everyone agreed. And I said the concept mm-hmm. of giving everyone a jab to fix the immune system is frankly nonsensical, okay? Yeah. In fact, you know, when, in, if you go back to the theory of variolation, which was brought to the United States by an American, by a slave in, in, in places like Africa, they would make an abrasion on someone's wrist if they knew one village had, let's say some disease, right? Yeah. And they would give the entire thing, not just um, essentially, it's basically letting people's immune system truly get upregulated. But the bottom line is we've tried to um, recreate nature by taking a very refined aspect. The the true vaccine Mm -hmm. was a deadened virus. And now with the mRNA model, we're even going much more reductionist to try to um, essentially short circuit the immune system, okay, where you don't get the entire up, up, up regulation of all different systems so yeah. current intervention is like you're going to a music hall and you just hear the drum playing when there's a 12-piece band on the stage which is the entire yeah. ensemble of the immune systems so anyway gave that talk no one had a problem and then when i saw this quote unquote pandemic take place um and i saw trump really not doing something i literally got a call from one of the chief economic people at the white house And he was very, very um, urgent. He said, Dr. Shiva, I've seen your video. Please do more videos. Trump is just listening to Fauci. And he's not doing anything, you know, to uh, avert that, you know? So that's what inspired me to realize that basically legislators and these people, the problem is in the United States, we don't have scientists and engineers and vote tech people in Congress. We have lawyers. And these Mm. people are frankly idiots or entertainers. Basically, they're imbeciles. Um, yeah. Very different than the founders of the United States. Oh yeah, engineers. So um, okay. you basically have imbeciles and entertainers. Trump is an entertainer. Um, you know, Joe Biden is an imbecile. And okay. the problem with when you have these kind of people is they don't, they can't, they don't have the confidence to act on facts. So anyway, that's okay. when I started doing those videos in January of hmm. 2020. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I had run for office against Elizabeth Warren. In 2018, we were the ones who forced her to take the DNA test. It wasn't Trump. Our movement did it. We had signs all over Massachusetts, which said only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. It was a very funny. And we sent her multiple DNA test kits, but that gave us a lot of, um, you know, sort of public popularity here. But when we decided to run in 2020, January uh, or October, 2020, Yeah, In January of 2020, when we saw the pandemic coming, I was the first one to put up on Twitter uh, a tweet which got like 30,000 retweets which said, you know, this will go down in history as a way to destroy economies, suppress speech and destroy people's health.
1: Yeah, you were very prophetic. I mean, I, I remember that, I, yeah, I watched all that. As I say, I think you, I can't remember anyone else really of your stature saying the same things that you said. At that point, in the intervening period, other people have come emerged and said this, that, and the other. But, but, the, I,
0: prob- I, I, but, but first- the problem is, David, just to make this point, you know, Alan McDonald, you know, who was the chief mm-hmm. engineer at Morton Thiokol, who would, in 1986, who wouldn't sign off on NASA's pressure to sign off on a space shuttle going up, which resulted in, you know, everything blowing up. Um, let me just tell someone to take, um... hey, John. Um, it's okay, that your,
1: your canine acquaintance is very welcome. That's okay. Speak?
0: Yeah, are they, okay. I'm sorry if that's okay. Huh? That's fine, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, so what ended up happening as a result of that, was that in 2020, January of 2020, you know, I'm also an activist, a ground activist. I've been that all my life. You know, I like building bottoms up movements. It was our movement, um, which went to New Jersey and we had 5,000 people protesting against a bill for vaccine mandates. Mm -hmm. And we're the ones who stopped that bill. The Mm -hmm. not so obvious establishment guy, Robert Kennedy and the establishment is very good at positioning people to act as though they say all the right words he was telling us to not do our demonstration that, you know, we should go negotiate with the Democrats, not anger them. Okay. Mm,
1: mm.
0: So fascinating here is I've you know, you you know, politics when you really get into real politics and you really understand the dynamics of change, it's always bottoms up. The establishment is very clever. They have their obvious people, like the Fauci's and the yeah. Clintons, but then they have the not so obvious versions on the left and right, which will tell yep. yeah, you fighting for the masses like Trump on the right, you know, even though I supported him, but his actions expose the fact that he was actually not doing in the interests of the people. And then on the left, you have people like the Kennedys and the AOCs and the, you know, Bernie Sanders. It's the yeah. ways of the establishment that really manipulate people to thinking there's hope within uh, both elements of it. But yeah, we called all this stuff out. And the reason is because we take a systems approach. Now, Mm -hmm. over the years, what we've done is we've created a system called Truth, Freedom, and Health, truthfreedomhealth.com, where we are now educating the broad mass of people on system science. We've created a community and a complete technology framework. Um, 10,000 people, David, in the world, approximately probably a little bit less than that, know the science of systems. George Soros is one of the big theorists on the science of systems. Right. And and, uh, if you think about a knife... A knife can be used to by a criminal to kill people or a knife can be used by a surgeon to heal people. The science of systems is a weapon that can be, that's today being used for subjugation, manipulation and enslavement. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what I've done is I was, because I was fortunate to get all this education, we've been, we've made that science of systems to a curriculum that any working person can learn at their own time. And they can start to think beyond left and right and they can be uh, prescient in, in predicting okay. the future. But yeah, without okay. the knowledge of systems, the world is actually screwed because the elites have it, a very different way on how to think. And using that how to think, they tell people what to think.
1: They so you need yeah. to learn how to think. They also use the media very successfully, the mainstream media. To, Both to, yeah. Yeah, you know, they, they absolutely do. Because, like, like again, going back to March 2020, I mean, there, there was a tweet that you put out, which I think we can bring up, if we can bring it up. I'm sure you'll remember this one. Uh, a great tweet. I loved this one um, back then. Challenging Fauci to a live debate. Um, and, uh, as you say, rightly, the truth will then emerge and the world will learn some basic immunology, But and which was great. But the problem is that, Fauci was kept in place. I mean, you know, I've never understood why Trump stayed with him, Dr. Shava. I'll tell, you,
0: I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why Trump stayed with him. Trump yeah. did for big pharma what Obama did for big banks. Okay? Hmm. And look, I've met with Trump. I've had one two-hour meeting, another hour meeting, you know, back recently back, you know, as early as this past yeah. November. It has nothing to do whether these people are nice people or bad people. You could probably get along with them, probably go- play golf with them, hang out with them. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that um, it's about immense amounts of capital. Okay. And when you grow up in a culture like Trump, who's an entertainer basically, and he's about maximizing profit for himself and his family. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: um, that's it. That's all. I think that's the way Trump thinks. Uh, And anything that comes out of his mouth is about watching the opportunistic cultural direction. So, Um, so if you step back at what was really going on, go back to Obama. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Obama, I would say from the numbers I've looked at 50% to 55% of Trumpers voted for Obama and Obama was pushed by the elites. It comes out of nowhere Mm -hmm. as, you know, a black person who's going to help all the working people, right? Hope, you know, they did all the messaging with him, all the marketing, Madison Avenue marketing. Yep. But at the end, and so they used Obama to manipulate working people in this country for eight years, black and white, right? And what did he do in those eight years? Ultimately, he brought in what was called quantitative easing, which yep. is basically, quote unquote, it's not even printing money. It's worse than that. Yep. And yes. Goldman Sachs and all these banks should have failed. At the midnight hour, he saves them. And at the end of the day, they printed about, I think, $8.2 trillion in Obama's two terms. So they saved the big banks and they screwed essentially it was a transfer of wealth Yep. and the United States is able to do that because it's a reserve currency. Trump comes in. And my thesis on this is all the people believe, oh, elections are selections, right? Elections are, well, if you apply that same thesis, then how did Trump get in? Yeah. That's that question. And in my view, what happened was the elites in power <coughs> had recognized that the American working people had run their course they, they've they used a black guy a black president now mm-hmm. they needed a white guy so they bring in trump who spoke all these populist messages and i'm sure they did all the messaging analysis they have all the data they have very good ai and technology make america great lock her up uh what's the other one drain the swamp all those messages yeah. right because they knew the american working people were very angry and those messages rung with them it doesn't matter whether they were going to execute them or not okay <laughs> so two different things yeah So Trump is brought in to execute that messaging. And what does he do over those four years? Let's really look at it. I mean, I gave Trump money to all those people who wanna be rabid Trumpers. I don't think they were out in the cold putting up signs like I did. I don't think they gave as much money as I did, okay? Mm -hmm. So the reality was that I walked the walk with Trump. I saw him initially as an anti-establishment agent. as like many people saw Bernie Sanders on the left now. Yeah. But yeah. what really happened was in um, when the Fauci things took place, I was the first one to, st- we started the fire Fauci campaign. Our movement did that. We mm-hmm. collected 170,000 signatures. It's all, and we drove our bus down to Washington. We gave it to the RNC and then uh, Melania, uh, not Melania, his former previous wife, uh, forget her name. Is that oh. uh, Ivanka, uh, Marla, Marla Maples. Marla, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Marla reached out to me. She likes, she says, Oh, you, me and Tiffany love all your stuff. And so she, I, I had written a protocol. In fact, I wrote a letter. It's out there in March. I said, There's no reason to shut down the economy. Yep. I said, Apply modern systems, biology, precision, and personalized medicine. Those people are truly, you know, unhealthy and sick and all that. Yeah. And they have COVID, fine quarantine them like you would do with any flu mm-hmm. those people who have these things put them on this protocol high dose vitamin d3 vitamin mm-hmm. a i mean these are proven thousands of papers written on this to protect yeah. the immune system and those people are fine let them to work and let them maybe take a prophylactic dose of vitamin d3 yeah and i did get a call i think in april may from um one of the deputy uh secretaries of uh domestic policy and i said look fauci's a a bloody fraud, get rid of him. And so Trump had all the information in front of him, but nothing happened. Why? Well, first of all, Trump doesn't know anything about science or engineering. He's surrounded by Jared Kushner and Ivanka, who are just there to take as much as they can with those positions. Jared, look at the end result. He got a $2 billion, probably a very low interest-free loan from the Saudis. And here's a a guy who's grown up with a silver spoon all of his life. And, you know, his parents made sure he got into Harvard, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. So it's not like these people ever were working people who came bottoms up, who who, what the messaging was. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened to Hillary. No special prosecutor is brought in. Nothing happened to Hillary. Lock her up. In fact, Trump's people are locked up. Okay. That's right. Nothing happened to Fauci. And in fact, Trump printed more money per term than Obama did. He printed point. $9 trillion, Mm. okay? Mm. And that really, all that, the idea of quantitative easing was you would print money and the banks would distribute it, the theory is, and then that would be going to infrastructure and you'd spur an economy. Well, that's not what happened. The banks took it and they invested it in Wall Street. So they basically created this fictitious uh, Wall Street market, right? Mm. So uh, innovation didn't occur, major infrastructure didn't occur in this country. So what did happen was Hillary, n- no one got locked up, except Trump's people, $6.9 trillion got printed. Now here's what's more interesting. If you, you know, I've been, um, you know, my PhD works in a field called biological engineering. Yep. I've been looking at the problems with pharmaceutical companies for since 1986, since I've been involved in this. Pharmaceutical okay. companies in the last 10 years have been losing money, okay? Mm-hmm. Pfizer case in point lost 25 billion dollars over the last 7 years. You can just go look up their revenue. It was 65 billion and now it's down to, and in 2020 it was 40 billion.
1: Mm-hmm. How can
0: you say they're being successful? They're losing money. Why? Because the way that they formulate drugs is a medieval process. It takes 13 to 15 years. You take a single compound, you spend 6 years in preclinical killing animals, just shooting in the dark. And then when you find something, then you go through another 9 years of clinical trials. Mm. 20% of it don't make it out of phase one. So for a single drug to come out, it takes 13 years, $5 billion. And that's from a price Waterhouse study. Yeah. And the drug that comes out has only is efficacious for 10% of the people. So, and patent life is 20 years. So if it takes 15 years for you to build a drug, you only have five years left to recoup all your investment before the, Mm -hmm. before the drug becomes a generic. Yeah. This is why drug prices are so high. So pharmaceutical companies have been losing money. In fact, over the last 10 years, year over year, R&D costs, pharma companies pump more and more money in, and they're finding less and less new drugs because the FDA is not allowing them because of the side effects. That's a reality that no mainstream media will tell you. So mm. pharma companies have been basically on a tailspit to destruction. The trillion yep. dollar industry has been dying. So what happens is now you create a pandemic, quote unquote, a pandemic, right? Yeah. Yeah. No now way. you say everyone's got to get jabbed and you create a monopoly captive audience for pharma. So pharma gets through Operation Warp Speed, dr- the, this mRNA, quote unquote, vaccine allowed with, without any testing, really fundamental testing. Pharma companies have a captive audience. And look at Pfizer. They lost 25 billion over seven years. And in one year, their revenue shoots up from 45 billion to 80 billion. Yeah, and no right. one talks about this. And that was his V. It was like a hockey curve comes up. That was brought to you by Donald J. Trump. And Al, I think, uh, forget mm-hmm. the guy who's the head of Pfizer, Albert, forget his Albert last name. Florida. yeah. Florida, right? Complete yep. scumbag. He gets the award for the lifetime achievement from Israel. Okay? And you connect all the dots. You find out that this was the money-making venture of the century. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah for big pharma because they were diving downwards just like the big banks were. Mm. And that's what really happened. Okay. Mm. And the white working class in the United States was once again abused because during those four years, they had this QAnon nonsense. Yeah. Which people, something's going to happen. And Trump is in control and all this crap. Yeah. The storm but, is but, coming. Yes. Yeah, no. so do not organize collectively <laughs> independently. Don't strengthen working people, organizing, bottom up wait 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 for the messiah to come and that's what this was about obama was a messiah for the first eight years right Mm. trump was a messiah for the next four years and it bought time for them to put a complete imbecile in right Mm. now that imbecile his job is to make sure the american public is completely zombied out of what's going on in ukraine and russia the fundamental issue is in 2013 and 2014 the plan was set in place that we must destroy Russia and destroy Europe to make Europe energy dependent on US yeah. and NATO. That's what it was and Condoleezza Rice said that in an interview. Blatantly she goes we must change the energy dependence of Europe to US.
1: Which is which is what which has now been achieved. Because, right. in, and, I, I, as I'm sure as you know, in the European landmass, I mean, they're going to freeze. Because apart from whatever uh, li- liquid uh, gas, the uh, is, is sent across the Atlantic. I mean, they're Right, and
0: in, in order to do that, it was. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. On September 27th, the pipeline, uh, Gazprom's pipeline, gets sabotaged. Yes, and at the same day, the Baltic pipeline comes online. Okay, yeah, in Norway. Yeah. It was boom, boom. Yeah. They were so. It's almost like did they get everything ready and then did they sabotage it? Okay. And even mm. McGregor, the an advisor to the Pentagon, he said, "There's no way that Russia would do this. It doesn't make any sense. They put 11 billion into it. They're making money. And Russia's biggest export for U.S. cash reserves, or uh, or for cash, is, this is their this is, oil, their gas, oil, and their gas minerals. minerals. Yeah. So yeah. what's happened is. The, the issue now in Ukraine and, and, and Russia is quite delicate, it's beyond move beyond delicate. I think the goal of US and NATO is to uh, completely destroy Russia. I think that's really yeah. the ultimate goal. And this has been a goal since the 17th century. I mean, look at Russia, the biggest landmass, mm-hmm. massive amounts of resources, just like uh, uh, imperialism did all over Africa, was to install people that they could be used to rape, you know, from the working people in each of those countries. Mm. And I think at this point, the US NATO really driven by out of UK, London, you know? Yeah, it is, yeah, great. It's not not the US, it's really, the queen is not some titular individual. She still has massive control, reserve power through parliament. Look what Mm -hmm. they did in Australia back in 1972, right? Mm -hmm. So it is the elites, a very small set of them, uh, want to have massive power, monopoly power. The 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 UK left. Uh, they did Brexit. The monarchy and and the few yeah. around them because they have so much assets now, all in the Cayman Islands accounts. They don't want to be part of EU. But in order to consolidate power, they must destroy Germany, because mm-hmm. Germany is the thing that keeps EU going. So how do oh, you yeah. Do, yeah. do that? So it, they're getting, you know, the ideas to two birds. Kill two birds with one stone, you screw one competitor, Russia, yeah. and you also destroy Germany. So that's yeah. what's actually going on. This is essentially a massive power grab. And they don't care if some people get killed, if there's a if the Ukrainians get killed, if Russians get killed, if there's even potentially a small nuclear exchange, because the risk reward, maybe they've already done their game theory and calculated that the, the opportunity is Russia. And Europe in one fell swoop. And I think that's where this is all about. This is why you need an imbecile running it, because then you could exercise everything you want. So that's what I think is going on. So I think people are underestimating this Ukraine UK issue. The American public is completely zombies about it. They're being entertained with uh, you know the Mar-Lago stuff or mm-hmm. you know, the elections or nonsense. Meanwhile, um, the um, Ukraine-Russia thing, I think, should be on everyone's mind because of the implications of what that means. It's basically total annihilation um, of any competitor.
1: Listen, listen, I I, I completely agree with everything you've said. I mean, I've come to view NATO uh, as essentially the axis of evil, (laughs) to be honest, because it has specifically done everything it can, as you said, to surround Russia and to get Russia. And I think once it's done, if, if it gets where it wants with Russia, I also think it would go to China as well. If 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 it could, if it could, so and, and we've got in the UK, slavishly, uh, well, pro-Ukrainian politicians who, even at a time when their own economy is going down the tubes, they're sending billions to Zelensky and his crooks over there. So I yeah, David, I think
0: I think the reason they're doing that, I you know, to people listening, they should understand that. The modern data science software and everything lets you do what's called game theory. It's Mm -hmm. like you play chess, you can run this software and it'll tell you all the outcomes and the probabilities of each one of those outcomes of success. Yeah, You know, in game theory, you get a tree and the the branches of that tree are all the possible outcomes. So I am pretty confident that they've mapped out all the potential outcomes and the outcomes could be the following, right? Get rid of Putin, okay? put one of your own in, have a small nuclear exchange. Okay, we may kill hundred million people, but it's okay because we get Russia or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's different numbers you can put into this uh, game theory software and you can literally get numbers and probabilities out and you can calculate, okay, well, we'll have that, but we'll still get this, or we'll have that, we'll still get this, okay? It mm-hmm. may be not a nuclear exchange. It may be we just do, uh, Petraeus, who is a former US general, he said, If Russia, now that Russia's put the nuclear thing, this is too dangerous. So they've already put the the messaging out there that we don't even care if Russia attacks. We may not even want to uh, have to invoke Article 5. We'll just go attack Russia because we just want to go attack Russia because they've already said nuclear. So they are, I believe, creating all the pretext. If Putin is who he appears to be, like actually someone with his own national interests, someone who's, well read has some sense of history whether you agree with him or not like he actually has his principles and he's mm. going to stay firm to them and he can't be bought out like aborts yeltsin or gorbachev right who are basically mm. bought out by the u.s yeah um, yep. if he's not one of those guys he's already laid the olive branch he goes i'll negotiate but what's non-negotiable is those eastern provinces which yep. want to be part of russia if he's willing if he's principled i don't know where this leads to because now they've blown up Gazprom, Russia has no leverage in Europe anymore. So in many ways, his back is to the wall. It and is. NATO knows it. So NATO's only option is, is to not do anything, and say, okay, let him have that, which I don't think they're gonna do, um, is okay. to um, keep it as it is, and then maybe come back at a later time, right? Which I don't think okay. they're gonna do. But right now, the fundamental economic goal is to make Europe completely destroy Europe. So then the Raiders will go in and buy Europe, European assets at a a very low price and make, and it'll also serve U S NATO and U S corporations, the oil gas companies getting essentially monopoly access to Europe. So that's a big win for for them. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm. And then you also, maybe you don't need to attack Russia. I'm not sure. So, but I do know that this is a big opportunity for imperialism, Western imperialism, to go after what they've always wanted, Russia.
1: Russia. Gold,
0: mineral, titanium, oil, gas. But the only person that stands in the way, if Putin is who he appears to be, is Putin. So either you go in and attack and you get rid of Putin. But...
1: Yeah, I mean, I I saw a comment that you made, I think in the last week or so, whatever, um, uh, basically contrasting what was happening, the rejection of the rights of the people in Donbass to vote to be part of Russia, um, contrasting that with a little bit of American history concerning uh, Texas. Um, Maybe you could just uh, sort of amplify
0: that. Yeah, I mean, it's the, you know, one of the things people need to understand is the U.S. news media, And the CIA have worked together for many years. You know, when I was growing up in the 70s in the U.S., we were were always were inundated with Russia and and China or state Mm control media. They probably are, okay? Mm -hmm. But they're probably much more honest about it. In the U.S., we were given this illusion that you have Walter Cronkite and you have this, you know, separation of the media and government. But (laughs) we have some very good work that's come out. People can just go find this the new york times for years had cia people on their payroll
1: yeah walking great and
0: so on i mean this is and and but in the united states they keep this illusion oh that's government and we're over here right but it isn't no so if you um go look at uh this the sort of the uh one rule for you and another rule for me is that in 1845 texas imagine texas being was part of Mexico, no different than these regions being part of Ukraine. They Mm -hmm. voted to secede. They had a vote, they seceded, okay? Just like these four republics did. In fact, they had massive voter turnout relative to US voter turnout, and 90% of the people voted in these four regions in Ukraine to to basically become their own republics. Texas voted to become their own state, okay? And that was even before the UN existed, right? The mm-hmm. UN basically yeah. their article one of their Charter says a right of self-determination. If you and I, David, and
1: mm-hmm. a
0: portion of UK feel that we, UK doesn't represent us and we're a unique culture, unique people, unique language, and we wanna be our own nation, we have the right to do that. It's called the right of self-determination. Well, that's yeah. what these people did, which is, exor- which is in article one of the UN charter, even though Texas didn't have that at that time, They seceded, right? So you have two people, 1845, Texas seceded, four republics in Ukraine seceded. And then, in the case of the United States, the United States Congress voted to accept them. There you go, okay? Texas becomes part of the United States. Well, I think yesterday or today, uh, the Russian Duma voted to accept these four republics.
1: It did,
0: yeah. Right, so they seceded, and they're part of Russia now, okay? Mm. And- if Mex- And the, the base of the Mexican-American War was Mexico then attacked Texas, and then we had the Mexican-American War, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we're on the verge of because Putin has said these republics, these people have always felt part of Russia. Yep. They uh, did not like the coup that the U.S. engineered in 2014 okay. yep. uh, in Ukraine. The, the, it was the U.S. under Obama's administration who put in mm-hmm. a, an anti-Russian essentially a pro neo-nazi guy. I'll say, yeah. 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 And these people in the eastern province, I mean, I think people have no a, ability to fathom that the Russian people lost the most number of people in World War II. It was because yeah. of the Russians that Hitler was stopped. It wasn't the United States invasion of Normandy. That's just sort of Hollywood. It was the Russian people who suffered and was a, and people do not understand the Russians still have a rich history just one generation ago in their own families people fighting oh, Nazis, you know, with pots and pans and hammers and stuff, you know? And yes, people really. have no idea of recognizing this. So when Putin was very reserved in not going to those regions for eight years, and so, and Putin was willing to sign the Minsk II agreement, which would have created those regions to be, you so. know, fe- f- federal republics of Ukraine.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's
0: almost as a U.S. and NATO wanted this situation, whether it was through planning or incompetence, we don't know. But Mm. the situation is that there was always a way out of this without war. Many ways, many experts, even the establishment side, like Anatoly Levine, had written in the nation as last year, 2021, saying, you know, look, we can avert nuclear war, but you have to sign Minsk II, the agreement. Yeah. And that was and so people many experts who may today support Ukraine and said you know there's no reason for this. So it, to me it looks like the Atlantic Council, the UK, MI6, US CIA, all the powers of yep. the, you know you look at the data they wanted this situation and they got what they wanted because mm-hmm. as long as they have a wartime situation, you, you it leads to uncertainty, destabilization, and it gives you a weaponization that you can use, as Klaus would said, wars and other means of politics.
1: Do, do, do you think that, you know, somehow or another, do you think that COVID was kind of the imperative and now what we're seeing with Ukraine is the main course,
0: or is there something to follow, do you think? Well, you know, I can't, you know, theorize on that. What I do know, I can see, is that uh, the entire quote unquote pandemic the And when you look at it economically, what does a lockdown do? It slows the uh, demand, okay? Yeah. And if you just look at it as, as a gas pedal break and gasoline, the global economy was actually doing quite well, particularly in these emerging nations, okay? Mm-hmm. Meaning that the emerging nations were starting to build their own infrastructures. They were coming up, India was growing at 6%, 7%, oh, yeah. China, right? growth. Um, Europe was doing quite well, okay? If you actually go look at the data. Mm. And so how do you stop growth of other countries? You you put a break on. A lockdown helps slow demand, right? Yeah. It basically yeah. slows down everything. So we do know that the lockdown, and who did it slow down? It slowed down emerging businesses, small businesses. The big guys, the Walmarts, the Googles, the uh, Amazons, yeah, exploded. I mean, they the the top four hundred billionaires increased their wealth by two point three trillion.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and small businesses, which are the engines of innovation and future growth, are the ones who got destroyed. Yep. So we know that it's if you if you wanted to screw up the growth of emerging nations and. And, and your competitors, you knock out the small guys, right? The big guys consolidated power. Jeff Bezos consolidated greater power. Oh, yeah. you know? yeah. So that did occur, right? And yeah. so if you, if you just follow the money, I mean, there's people put the depopulation agenda out there, it's possible, but if you just follow the money without even going there, mm-hmm. it's so obvious whether you're left or right, that the goal of the lockdown, it destroyed a lot of small businesses. Right. Mm -hmm. And the goal of this, the Ukraine war, is to consolidate further power. And if you go look Mm -hmm. at 2014, uh, I believe Soros bought tons of stock and oil companies. Buffett just bought, I think, 50 percent share in Occidental petroleum. Okay, so Europe is a big market. So you 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 knock off the Gazprom pipeline. You just you just screwed Russia. And now Europe is crying for gas and oil and U.S., um, liquid natural, uh, natural petroleum is already flowing in where it'll be used through those pipelines, you see? So mm-hmm. now you created a monopoly market uh, for the United States in some sense, which was what was a goal that under the Bush administration, Condoleezza Rice, put forward very clearly. We must have Europe dependent on the United States, not on Russia,
1: mm-hmm. period.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's what this is about. This is about making sure people are economically dependent. And then out of that economic dependency, now you have a captive. And that's what, that's what, that's, look, the uh, the trillion dollar pharma, pharmaceutical industry is crashing and burning. And what Trump did, whether consciously or unconsciously, through his incompetence mm-hmm. or lack thereof, the pharmaceutical industry is, you know, they save them. So now there's yeah, a, they- this booster and the next booster. It's like the razor and the blade, right? Can, so, can,
1: can you believe how people can be so gullible to take four jobs five jobs how do you explain that have they just been psychologically well, I, think, I think
0: well you know we're going to be doing a conference in late October on you know if you remember I held the first vaccine safety and immune health conference back in 2019
1: Mm-hmm, didn't yep. educated
0: people. Well, well, all that data is still relevant today. We're going to update it. We're going to hold another one in October of this year. We'll, uh, I'll make sure Heather lets you know about it. But the goal is: look, there was a article. I don't know if you just saw it. Just came out. Um, to fa- I did. I, I did a live on this earlier this morning. It's unfortunate, but there's a professor at NYU. Did you see this? So there's a mm-hmm. professor at New York University who's a professor of organic chemistry, went to Princeton, wrote one of the best books, heralded as one of the best teachers. He takes a break, Uh, he he, he is a tenured professor um, at Princeton. Then he decides he still enjoys teaching, even though he retires, uh, and gets a contract at NYU to teach organic chemistry. If anyone knows, in order to be a a, a medical doctor, you have to go through the pre-med curriculum Mm -hmm. the undergraduate level, and organic chemistry is the main course. And if you don't, it's like the course that gets rid of people who are bad, bad students, right? It's a tough course. I mean, when I went to high school, I had one of the best teachers in organic chemistry. And if you wrote 99.21 as the answer, and the answer was actually 99.22, you got 20 points off, okay? And the reason is because... If you get those small things off, you can blow up a reactor, okay? But mm-hmm. organic chemistry is all, you mm-hmm. learn the transformation and synthesis process of all the chemical reactions in the body. It's fundamental to being a doctor. Now, yeah. this professor at NYU gets fired. The university dismissed him because 20% of the students whined that his class was too difficult. And they were freaking out because he was, they were gonna get Fs and Ds. And that means they wouldn't get into medical school. Well, they shouldn't be going to medical good.
1: school. Yeah, that's good. Right? Yeah. yeah,
0: But the university dismisses his professor because the university's deans get compensated and the university gets ratings based on the grades of their students. So if the chemistry department students suddenly have a drop in their average, that's yeah. gonna lower that chemistry department's average. You see what I'm saying? I do. Yep. So the long incentives have been set up, right? Mm. Um, so, sh- and, and then, you know, the universities get money for grant money, research money, based on the ratings from these, people should yeah. even be rating them like they're giving Academy Awards away, okay? Yeah, right. So that's what's happened. So what we've yeah. had, we've created a culture of imbeciles, and I keep repeating, imbeciles and entertainers. You know, in yeah. places like China, by the way, 20 years ago, if you looked at the top 10 math papers, they were always 80% were U S now it's 80% China. Yeah. Okay. And the reason is because the Chinese parent is very rigorous on their children, really learning the material. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've created a culture. Well, the literally the answer doesn't matter as long as Johnny tried hard. No, the answer does matter, particularly Mm -hmm. in engineering and physics and science, because you could blow up buildings and you could blow up airplanes. Right. So that cultural framework of people in the humanities running, lawyers running governance running policy. Yeah. It's it's very different than what this the United States was built on, which which because the United States led the world, which was engineers scientists. I mean, look at Benjamin Franklin; he was an engineer, he was a scientist, he was many things. Even uh, Thomas Jefferson, you know, yeah, um, even link up until Lincoln. Lincoln has, I think, a couple of patents on ships. Okay. These people were innovators, thinkers, they had to build stuff, right? Not, yeah. I mean, all these politicians talk about building stuff, they can't build anything. True. So we live in a culture now where we're rewarding Kim Kardashians and the, the person's, you know, her, she grew up in an environment of learning how to make money off selling garbage, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, and you live in a world of Trump's children or Jared Kushner. I don't know what he's ever built with his own bare hands. Okay, or the Bidens, Hunter Bidens. You look at Tucker Carlson,
1: and him
0: and Hunter Biden are like this. He he asked Hunter Biden to write a recommendation letter for him. So the news media, Fox and CNN, are literally entertainment, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have this field of ignorance, left and right, which the elites love, because ignorance leads people to look at information and leads them to illusion, which leads to confusion. And it basically puts people into complacency, division, or desperation. And Mm -hmm. the reason people are in this situation is because the value systems have completely broken down. And there's no value for excellence. There's no value for recognizing, oh, that person actually knows more than me and I have to learn from them. The concept Mm -hmm. of the master and the student, okay? Mm -hmm. The master and the student relationship has been replaced by a false hierarchy, okay? where the person on top actually is an idiot and doesn't know much and the real people actually know stuff are diminished because they're not masters of learning how to use news and messaging and marketing yeah okay mm. so that's what's occurred and so but there is a solution you know that's that's but, my next question you, you, you preempted my question what is the solution then the solution is truth freedom health let me explain yeah. so if you look at so you know i invented the first email system when i was a kid i invented many yeah. other things after that we invented this infrastructure called cytosol we were able to model molecular pathways on the computer and discover new medicines mm-hmm. um but truth freedom and health came out of the outcome over the last five years where i looked at the left right narrative and i realized that when you look at anything in, in, in society there are in any situation there's a real problem and the real solution. Hmm. What politicians and the entertainers and these imbeciles do is they, first of all, look at something like pollution in the environment. They create a fake problem. Oh, it's CO2. CO2 is not a pollutant.
1: It's
0: not. So CO2 fake. has been at the lowest levels ever. Lead is a pollutant in the atmosphere, right? Yeah. Smog is a pollutant, okay? So then they make the fake problem CO2 and then the solution is get rid of CO2, which is so hilarious because all the, pe- the people who are running these pot farms in these greenhouses are pumping CO2. In fact, human population grew when CO2 levels grew. That's right. That's okay. Right. Yeah. So CO2 is actually very necessary for Gasoline, plant, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. So that's number, uh, you know, number one. Okay. Fake yeah. problem, f- fake solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing is they actually take a real, a, a real problem and they create a fake solution, okay? Mm-hmm. So you have real issues in public health in this country or in the world. 2.5 billion people are obese, 2 billion adults, half a billion
1: mm-hmm. uh, young people. Yeah.
0: Okay? Well, that obesity leads to dysfunctions in the immune system. An immune system, when it's dysfunctional, will attack, start attacking itself, autoimmune problems. Mm. that's the way it goes you see obesity Mm
1: -hmm.
0: leads to a lowered immune system the immune system attacks your own body a virus or a never it kills you this is like people Mm. have been watching too many horror movies right they they watch alien Mm. and they think this virus the ebola virus inside you eats you up or the coronavirus eats you it's complete garbage what happens is we have 380 trillion viruses in our own body we're hit with viruses every day Mm. If you have the proper immune system, it, an immune system is no different than shock absorbers in your car. Imagine you, you didn't have shock absorbers. All mm. streets have potholes. You're driving down, you hit a pothole, boom, you go through the roof, you kill yourself, right? Mm. So now imagine um, car companies saying, okay, I'm gonna sell you a new seatbelt, okay? Okay, that'll help with this pothole. Oh, okay, next year I'm gonna sell you an- another seatbelt and another seatbelt, okay? Yeah. yeah. That's like these jabs. Where what you need is you need shock absorbers, okay? Mm-hmm. That's what a good immune system is. You have immunomodulation. You hit that pothole, your body doesn't go up through the roof, it hits it, maybe it gets a little mm-hmm. sniffle, a little thing, and you yeah. move on. The issue is how do you get that immunomodulation? Yeah. And that's what, you know, we've been teaching people, right? So that's called a systems approach. Real problem, real solution. Now, how do you get there? The way you get there is instead of going up the pyramid of information, ignorance, um, illusion, confusion, you go up the pyramid of information, knowledge to wisdom and clarity. What is knowledge? Knowledge is not information. Knowledge is the science of systems. That is what knowledge is. The elites know the science of systems. I learned the science of systems. My trajectory was to be one of their minions with all those degrees I got. And with the science of systems, You can see the future that's why david i was able to see the future in 2019 i could see where this was headed because you can see the interconnection so at truthfreedomhealth.com what i've done is i've created a system truth freedom health is a system was a slogan of our campaign but i realized that the only way out is not me being a savior not you being a savior the individual taking responsibility having self-respect for themselves Mm. and learning not what to think, but how to think. And how mm-hmm. to think comes from the knowledge of systems, the science of systems. So what yeah. I've done is, if you go to Truth Freedom Health, it says, get educated to be enslaved. It says, the man who invented email now delivers you the science of systems. But what is the science of systems gonna teach you, or Truth Freedom Health? It's going to, if email made you your work better, right? If a car helps you go from point A to point B yeah. faster, yeah. what is the solution here? The problem is that we have so much information, but with all this information, you would think people would be getting more truth, more health, more freedom, but we're actually going the other direction because ignorance is what's being used, but the science of systems will let you take that information, understand what's really going on and advance yourself. So truth, freedom, and health, we've created the course. It's literally the tens of thousands of dollars of course that I used to teach at MIT have consolidated so anyone can learn it. You don't have to be an MIT PhD. You don't have to go to high school. I've made it accessible. Then we've created books and and courses that I, I would normally sell for hundreds. We've also included that. Then we've included a whole tool that teaches you the nine principles of systems. And then you can see how those tools work, how those principles occur in your own body So instead of reading this diet book, eat fat, now eat raw food, now eat vegetarian, Be all these stupid diets, you actually understand what kind of system you are, how your body can go off balance, and you can learn to be an alchemist. There's no one diet that works for anyone. Science of system, we created a tool called Your Body, Your System. We've given that away. We teach you how food is a system. Then we give people tools how they can be activists on the ground so they can go educate their neighbors door to door. Mm -hmm. And then we've created tools for communication the equivalent of a Twitter, the equivalent of a Facebook, the equivalent of a YouTube, that we give all of this away. It's 12 different tools. We call them gifts. People, I tried to give it away for free a couple of years ago. No one wanted to buy it. The human mind is weird. I can't charge tens of thousands, which I which charge MIT students. N- no working person. So we said, contribute whatever you can. And based on your contribution, you get these tools. But right mm-hmm. now we have 360,000 people who've gone through this. We haven't advertised, it's all bottoms up in 95 countries. People in Antarctica have taken it. I don't know who, people in Samoa, it's, it's very funny.
1: Yeah.
0: We are creating a movement, an educational movement to awaken people to start seeing things as they are. And people who go through this have the same knowledge mm. as a Condoleezza Rice does, okay? Mm. These people are trained in the science of systems and that's how they're able to manipulate people. And i've come to the conclusion without the knowledge of systems everyday people are walking around bows and arrows and we're fighting an enemy who knows really how to think there's no way to win and 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 they can't just be me doing this or me doing these prescient videos we have to educate and people can't be in the left camp the trump camp or the biden camp or saying i'm going to go live under a tree or meditate all day that's where people want you also or they want people being desperate taking a gun and starting to shoot people any one of those four buckets is where where those in power want people because yeah. if someone takes a terrorist action they can say Oh, see we need to take away the guns mm. if someone is in the left camp or right camp they're quite happy because they can manipulate those right, people yeah. along. yeah or they want people to say hey, you know i can't do anything i'm just going to go take care of my little garden you know sort of the Voltaire approach yeah really you know do that and that's it right so the question comes down to do you want to change the world then if you do how do you do that well the typical approach is, well, I'm going to go fight lawsuits. Well, we know the judges are own, as we showed in my, 100%. right? Yeah. So yeah. that will only you hit a wall. Oh, I'm going to run for office. Well, that's the opportunistic approach. Then you have to give up a lot of your principles. The only way that is always one is building a bottoms up movement where you exercise not only your individual freedom but collectively. So how do you do that? Well, you need a science, a framework to do that, and that is what what we've created. It's a catalyst, it's there, it's the only solution I know. This should have been created about 50 years ago, but we've had to do the hard work to create it. And um, Mm. I hope everyone takes advantage of it. We've made it accessible. We've had hairdressers go through it and now they're teaching. We have a learn, teach and serve model. You learn it and you have to teach it to graduate. And by the way, anyone who graduates, if you're an adult, you can be a philanthropist and you can give the course away to as many young people. 13 to 18, I just went to Indiana Village and we gave away the course to 1500 kids. My Mm -hmm. mentor, Jay Forrester, who's was a professor at MIT, he felt system science should be taught even before reading, writing, and arithmetic at their kindergarten age. But this is the only way out of it, David. And my views might as well start now because one person who learns the science of systems is equivalent to an army of a million people because they can really see where things are going. It's power, it's like a nuclear weapon versus people burning wood. So that's the solution. You have to be an activist. You have to uh, be as so we call people warrior scholars. You get to be a truth, freedom and health warrior. You learn how to fight, but you got to also teach other people.
1: Well, well certainly what what I would say you know I mean it's fascinating and I mean obviously people want to go to free uh, truthfreedomhealth.com and and the, the, they'll find all the the information that you're, you're talking about there I think you're right dr. Shiva. we mustn't let them divide us into false camps you know we got to see through the games that that they play and they 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 play their games probably as you say rightly that they're some so the high at high level they they they're educated they they are taught in systems and the average person the average person hasn't got a clue but they can and that's i think what you offer a sense of hope a real sense of hope i think we i think we're going to maybe just bring up and screen for a second let me uh, let me bring
0: it up can i share here david my luck to... um i see. think
1: I'm, I'm not sure i'm not sure about that technical <laughs> question uh, can you, you share um i think um, i can let me let me, me, let me see all right see, see if you can yeah you see the screen to, uh, bu-
0: bu- bu- I think you have to see, let me know. get
1: educated. Oh,
0: yeah. 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 Just share that. You see that? Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you see that there. Yeah. Yeah. So what you can see here is, is it scrolling when I do this? Yep. Okay, good. So it took, so, you know, we've been, this has been in the work for, for me about 40 years, you know, it's probably, I would say the most important innovation I've done. It says. you see, it says a man who invented the email now delivers truth for them Health. Yeah but to make you street smart. So you see things as they truly are beyond left and right, pro and anti, et cetera. But you yep. see, truth, freedom, and health is itself a system. It's not just any one part. And the and we invite people that tend to open house, we do, and I'll talk about that. But we have close to three over years users in 95 countries, all bottoms up. We haven't done any advertising. And you can listen to like great stories of transformation here. You know, electricians, daycare directors, entrepreneurs, Vietnam vets who've gone through the course. And the important thing we want to let people know is we win. You know, everything I've talked about came from the system's understanding. So people can recognize we don't have to be in this doom and gloom. We've actually won. It was our truth, freedom, and health movement, which exposed that government and Twitter and big tech are an unholy alliance. So it was our movement that exposed the election integrity issues, it was our movement that really, you know, as you said, called the pandemic way ahead. But oh, this yeah. is the problem the system is solving. I want to make it very simple. Every tool must have a problem at solving. So if you look at right now, there's lots of information at everyone's fingertips. As I mentioned, do you think people are getting more truth, more freedom, more health? The reality is billions are degenerating into complacency, division, desperation. If you look at this, these are actually conservative statistics, statistics right out of the WHO. Over 350 million people are anxious. 300 million people are depressed. 51% of the children feel hopeless. This number has actually gone up in a ra- recent news survey 40% want to overthrow their governments. Two and a half billion oh, yeah. people are obese. 52% of people are completely confused on what to eat, and so on. And the reason this occurs, David, is what I'm mentioning here, is that the, the system of power, profit, and control, to answer your big question, yeah, uh, what it does, it actually breeds ignorance. Ignorance is not about seeing the whole, that leads to illusion, confusion, and one of these actually yeah. three and a half, four buckets complacency division. And the net is ignorance is really driving this confusion. And so if you're Mm -hmm. in any one of these buckets, that's what they want. And unfortunately, they have the machinery of ignorance. The left, Bernie Sanders, AOC, Trump, the gurus, the Tucker Carlson's, including the Alex Jones and the Joe Rogan's, okay? These people Mm -hmm. are entertainers. Mm -hmm. And what our view is a solution is we need knowledge, which is a science of systems. Knowledge is not information which is gonna teach people how to get to wisdom and clarity. And why is wisdom and clarity important? Because then people get active. They go neighbor to neighbor. They're not relying on someone else to do their work. Mm. They start meeting strangers. They start talking to people. They start getting organized. And But it requires people to let go of the old system. And that's what this is. So what we've put together is the Foundations of Systems course. I used to get you know, MIT students yep. paid hundreds of thousands. dollars And I'll show you what this is, so the foundation, so there's a course, there's all the books. People can go get it on Amazon, we just throw it in. They get the paper where I publish, which really explains what is systems theory. And then they get a tool of where they can apply this to their own body. So this becomes very tangible that these nine principles operate in their body. They can understand what kind of system they are, what happens when you're not eating the right foods or exercise for you, and how to bring your body to alignment. You can start using food to bring you back to you. Then we teach people how food is a system. We've organized many events and special lectures are all included. Then we've also created a teaching tool where you can teach others, okay? Because we Mm -hmm. want to be a learn, teach and serve model. Then we have the ability to meet with me every Thursdays. We do, we have now a global community, volunteers who teach others. And then we have these tools of activism. We have these little cards on elections, on vaccines, whatever that people can hand them out and educate others. Mm -hmm. And then we have a Twitter equivalent, a social equivalent, all of this we include, David. And what we've done is how do you, well, how do you, what's the the economic model here? Well, we found out a lot of people, could not afford tens of that. So we said, look, contribute whatever you can, and then you choose whatever you want to do. So if you go to contribute and join, people can be a Warrior Scholar. Just a hundred bucks gets people everything, or 25 bucks, they get some of the things, or zero, You still get. we still give people a ton of stuff. And what we've done is, let me stop here. What we've mm-hmm. done here is we've made this, it's really, what we've created is not only a, I think you can stop this, um, yep. we've created, it's an educational university, it's a community, so people don't feel desperate. Every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. EST, we get on, it's an open house, yep. um, I, I teach it, and people get to learn, they get to meet, the people say, oh my God, there's someone from here and here in Italy, and we have people in every country right now, I mean, 95 countries. Right. So it's all yeah. bottoms up. I, I've been, I was traveling through Africa and, india random people come up and they've seen our videos Mm -hmm. so the bottom ways what this is pointing to us is you cannot rely on the political systems you cannot rely on celebrities you cannot rely on the trumps or the biden's or the kings or the queens the real issue is do people want to take accountability and have self-respect for themselves and what we're saying is we've created a catalytic tool if you have that hey start with the science of systems if you don't have theory the right theory, you're never gonna get to real change. You may accidentally jump off a roof one day and you learn how to fly, but once you understood Bernoulli's principle, you can build an airplane. You may build a bridge one day and it may not fall, but if you understand Newton's principles, and what I've uncovered are those nine principles of science that anyone can learn. So you start with principles and then we give people practical things to do. Hmm. You have people either write an article Mm. Uh, we have people go door to door. We have people, we want people to converse with other human beings and we've created tools for that and the science and mm. the community. So the goal is people get out of their desperation. They start recognizing, oh, woe was me. It's not true. There are other people like you. And mm. we give a framework for people to connect at a much more enlightened level so they can educate others and get out of this left, right, complacent, you know, desperate yeah. narratives.
1: Yes, as you say, it's a false paradigm. It's a false paradigm that that, it's absolutely nowhere. No, I agree with that. Look, Dr. Shiva, I think we've pretty much reached the end of our our, our slot. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, on behalf of everybody watching and who will also listen to this as well, I, I find that truly... Fascinating, really, really positive as well. Because you know, again, we need positivity. We don't want to live in a world of unrementing,
0: on gloom, and doom. That's not good for that's it. what we have. So if people want to get out of that gloom, go to Truth for them health, begin. And we've made it that you're an adult, lead by example. Take the course, learn it, be part of this, and then you can give it to you can you don't have to be a billionaire. People, we, we have made it very easy. You click one button. You can share it with another parent to give to their child. So mm-hmm. for children between the age of 13 through 18, you can give away this knowledge. And your kid's going to have a huge advantage because he's going to learn the science of systems, which it took me 20 years to put together yeah. into a knowledge framework. So you, you're getting an MIT PhD knowledge. Uh, and we have a concierge level where people can actually get other people helping teach you. Yeah. So there's no reason. There's no more excuses for people once this is out there, and this should have existed, and this never existed in humanity before. It's like fire didn't exist. Mm. So what we've done is like Prometheus, literally bring fire yeah. without hyperbole. That's what it really is. Truth for knowledge is power. Yeah, the elites know the science of systems, and it's time that everyday working people learn it.
1: Well, I, I think it's really interesting because uh, and essential because because we're at this moment in history where. This is never. This has never been needed like it's needed now, as far right. as I can see. You know, because because um, as you point out, you know, in, in the, one of the models, ignorance I- ignorance is so uh, so widespread, and it's brought in so early that people can't then get beyond that. They're they're trapped, aren't they, at the bottom? And this is a way right. of getting them
0: using systems. Uh, into... Yeah, I think once people understand ignorance is, you look at the elephant, and you're only seeing the ear. Or the tail yeah knowledge is you see the whole elephant it's that simple the science mm-hmm. of systems lets you see things as they are the science of ignorance lets you see the pieces and if you just show people the tail you can write all sorts of bullshit narratives if you just show people the, uh, you know the tusk you can write yeah. something. so you have to give people so when you look at the ukraine russian war the science of systems lets you see historically what's going on the economics the science right of gas yeah. and oil and all so the yeah. whole thing anyway yeah. david thank you it was very nice to yeah, be th- thank you very much Dr. You much appreciate it yeah. th-
1: thank you very much and that's it for me folks for tonight and we will be back with you very shortly thanks everyone bye I'd be well